Okay. Hmm. This is a two-part in my last episode, which I don't know when you guys are going to be receiving this. I'm starting to schedule them so your girl is getting on a constant pattern, okay? But um, in my last episode, right, um, which is crazy because I'm recording actually both episodes today, like back to back, because God is really speaking today. Today is still March 23rd. Um, I don't know what day it will be when you guys receive this video or whenever y'all get this podcast, but today is still the same day that I recorded the last episode. Um, so it's one of those days that God is just speaking and he's speaking heavily. So let me pray and before we get into it, Father God, thank you. Um, um, thank you for just um, always being willing to speak when we are ready to listen Thank you for every revelation. Thank you for every um, just new understanding that falls fresh on us every time you speak. Thank you for giving us the weapons that we need to fight fight this battle and actually walk in our victory. Thank you for teaching us and growing us. Um, thank you for just being patient with us. Um, thank you for just staying with us throughout this process because you recognize it's not an overnight thing. Um, thank you for all that you are thank you for all that you do thank you for teaching us again just how to fight and thank you for just winning it already for us just thank you in Jesus name pray amen um, in the last video, um, I know y'all probably like the intro. It's the straight out of Compton thing because in my head when I heard that, I just heard, I just seen us throwing our hands up, you know, like on guard and kind of rocking back and forth like, okay, you know, what's up to the enemy? What's up? Like, we in this fight. What's up? Like, who do you think you are? Like, <laughs> What's up? Like, you you thought this was going to be? No, baby, no. Like, you in the fight of your life with this one. You got the right one. You got the right one, okay? Because God is giving me, showing me how to fight. You know, like, I'm getting my defenses together. I'm bobbing and weaving. Like, what? What's up? <laughs> What's up? Like, we know that the word is our weapon we know that truth is our weapon so every time we get more truth it's like baby i know how to swing better i'm not the same fighter i was before okay i'm a different fighter now i'm a different fighter now um shout out to jonathan McReynolds on cycles when she was like i'm 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 a i'm a different fighter now okay but you guys, I just want to push this out. I want to push this out the way that God has given it to me. And God, I just ask that you increase and I decrease. And that I just stay in alignment with what it is that you want to get out to your people. Um, so I recently, I got off the, I finished the episode. I got on the phone with my cousin shortly after. And we're talking about something else. And God was like, you know, change the topic. And I randomly started talking about this onion. This onion popped up in my head. I went to the grocery store about two days ago. It was my dad's birthday, March 21st. And I go to get this onion because I was cooking him dinner. And I come back. It's time for me to cook dinner. I cut the onion. 
and on the outside as I'm cutting it, it's a red onion I love red onions y'all they're they just so good they're just so fresh to me I love red onions and everything don't really like yellow onions I like red onions I don't know I think when my sister cooked at my cousin's house she just really hooked me on this red onion thing so every time I cook I cook with a red onion I just like it and um I go to cut this onion and on the outside it just sounds so fresh and crisp and on the inside I get to the inside it's mushy it's brown it's just it just looks nasty and I'm like um okay like you know what is going on with this onion and I tell my cousin about the onion I'm like I gotta go to the store um just trying to make conversation I'm like I gotta go to the store switch this onion out because I proceed to tell her what happened with the onion. And she's like, for real? I'm like, yeah. So I sent her the onion. I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, wow, that's weird. And we both were thinking that this just says something spiritual. Like, this just says something spiritual. Like, I don't know what it is, but it just says something spiritual. And I said, <laughs> why does this just seem spiritual to me? And she was like, that's what I was about to say. Like, that's so crazy. That's what I was about to say. That's what I was thinking. And I was like, yeah, just something about this just seems like a spiritual lesson. Like, there's something I'm supposed to learn about this onion. And she was like, yeah, I just didn't want to read too much into it or whatever the case may be. And I was like, God was like, I'm going to put it on both of y'all minds so that both of y'all you know, can understand. Somebody gonna say it. Somebody gonna say it. Somebody gonna receive it. Somebody gonna think about it. Like I'm putting it in both of y'all heads. So we, I look up. I proceed to look up. Like why would an onion go bad from the inside? Because I'm like, it's so. We both was looking at the onion, and I'm like, the onion just looks so nice. Like so fresh. Like you can tell it was just picked, but the inside is rotten. And I was like, I don't even understand how that happens. I would think that a you would think that it has to just be sitting there to go bad or whatever case may be. But I'm like, no, it's fresh. Like, it's fresh. Lo and behold, it was fresh. It says onions, I go to Google it. It says onions can go brown inside, on the inside because of a bacterial or fungal infection has gotten inside the bulb and rotted, rotted that layer of the vegetable. This infection is all, often impossible to see from the outside, but will be very clear when you cut the onion open. And then they went on to say that they onions usually go brown due to a bacterial fungus attacking a layer of flesh. This may sometimes spread across the multiple layers and can ruin the onion completely if it hasn't been left to grow for long enough. Sometimes it can be caused by mechanical damage during harvesting. Um, while at other times it could be it just sitting in the field for too long. However, with this onion, that was not the case. This onion was fresh. Like, it was fresh, okay? But when they said that this oftentimes happens right at the time where it's about to be harvested or right before it's time for the harvest. And when I read that to her, this wasn't the same one, but when I read that to her, she was like, why is it the harvest part that's really just, like, we were just infatuated with this whole harvest part and I sat with it for a while and I was like yeah like what what I'm not getting it God like I'm not getting it I don't understand and what he said was contamination 
he brought back the scripture for when Jesus told the disciples, it's the time is right. Like the, 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 the fruit is fresh for the picking. The time is right. It's harvest time. It's harvest time. It's time for y'all to go out and be fishermen of men. It's time for y'all to go out and get pluck these souls up for for Jesus. It's time for y'all to go collect souls for the kingdom. The harvest is right. And it's crazy how this onion, right at the time, right before it was time for it to get picked, and right before it was time for it to do its job, okay? Because we are meant to be workers for the kingdom of God. We are meant to go out and, you know, collect people for, for God and further the kingdom's agenda, right? Right before it's time for this onion to go and be harvested, it, it goes bad from the inside. It rots from the inside. And God told me the enemy seeks to contaminate. I talked about Neptunizer, the dream of Neptunizer. And God kept bringing me back to it, kept bringing me back to it, kept bringing me back to it. And I'm like, God. And I told y'all, I was just like, God, like, why do you keep bringing me back to the same old dream? And I'm still in the book of Daniel. Why do you keep bringing me back to the same old dream? And we noticed in the dream, I noticed in the dream how when God was raising up this this new kingdom, his kingdom, remember he said, this is a kingdom that will not fall. Um, This is a kingdom that will endure forever. When he was raising up his kingdom, a transfer of power happened, right? So it went from this great kingdom, um, right, to this this kingdom that had like a go-ahead, um, bronze bronze chest and you know iron legs it went silver legs to iron and you know we talked about the details if y'all haven't read it go go and read it in game we talked about the details of this great kingdom and when this kingdom started to fall the other kingdom started to rise so there's this transfer of power happening going from one kingdom to the next and the enemy knows it he knows it So what do we know if we can't beat him, join him? He cannot take the authority away. He cannot stop what it is that God is already doing. He cannot take your anointing away. He cannot take your authority away. So what will he do? He will attach himself to it. He will attach himself to it. This is the season. I feel like not this is the season, but it's so heavy in the season of self-sabotage self-sabotage he is seeking to contaminate he is seeking to attach it and he's been doing it he is seeking to attach his self to the callings that god has placed on people he cannot take it away from you once you've already discovered it and you know this is what god wants you to do he he seeks to attach himself to it so that in your good work, it's contaminated. Right when you're good, because he can't take your authority away from you. He can't. You're already anointed with it. So when you're going out and you're going to harvest and you're going to do these things and pick these souls, your your contamination that has attached, he has attached his contamination to you. Your contamination is also bleeding on him. So now your good work is distorted. In you doing your good work, you're also bleeding on them this contamination.
So people who are in, in authority, people who are God is pushing to the forefront, people people who are being called. The enemy seeks to in your work he seeks to distort it he seeks to tell you lies about yourself bring up your past attach your past to you attach your sins to you and all of that so you are not able to walk in the fullness of your calling so that as you're doing your good work you're also furthering the kingdom of uh, the kingdom of darkness and i keep thinking about church hurt how people are being anointed to step on these stages, but their good work is being contaminated because the enemy has attached certain things to them. So yes, he's anointed to speak. Yes, he he can give you a revelation and he can help you, but that humanity, you know, that those 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 things, those strongholds and stuff that he still battles with, it it distorts and it contaminates. It contaminates. It's not it's not the fullness of God. The purity of it is contaminated. I think about the onion right as the onion was being picked. This onion has been created for this purpose. Oh my gosh. This this onion has been created for this purpose. And right when it's time for it to serve its purpose, it's contaminated. Right at the time. It says right before or right at the time it's time for this onion to be harvested, it's contaminated. Right at the time when it's time for this onion to be picked and shipped out to people so people can consume it, right? Because we are sent to plant seeds for people to consume good seeds for people to consume but we're not even we're not even planting good seeds we're planting distorted seeds we're planting contaminated seeds and it's taking root in people and it's contaminating them because yes you you have some good but then you have some bad right it's not just the pureness and the all the goodness that god said is contaminated it's it's some good and it's some bad that's what the enemy does that's what he does he distorts he deceives he deceives so when you you think you're doing this good work not knowing that your contamination these lies that the enemy has spoke to you and you believed is contaminating your work it's contaminating your work god says that whatever is in the man's heart is how he will live is how he will live you, you, we have no choice but to bleed. We have no choice but to bleed. You cannot hide it. You can't hide it. it. It bleeds over. And that's why God says when something happens, you know, when a thought happens, bring it to the obedience of God. You have to crucify it. If not, you will be walking around contaminated and not even know it in your anointing contaminated on the stage contaminated speaking to people contaminated contaminated and we're people so we all have our things but that's why we have to die to the flesh and crucify it every day because it seeks to contaminate it seeks to destroy it seeks to to distort what God has put in us 
we are spiritual beings before flesh, but we put on this flesh, this flesh and blood. We put on this flesh and blood and it contaminates the flesh itself, contaminates the spirit. It contaminates it. And that's why there's this continuous fight because you have your spirit that is in you that is one way and then you have your flesh that's another way. There's always going to be this battle between flesh and flesh and spirit because they're two opposites. They're two opposites. So when you're walking in the flesh but doing your anointing, you're contaminating it. I wish I can push this out the way that I really I'm understanding it in my head. I wish I can push this out the way that I'm understanding it in my head. The enemy seeks to contaminate your good works right at the time it's time for harvest. Right at the time it's time for harvest, he seeks to use your humanity against you. He seeks to use your humanity against you. He seeks to come at you with everything about your past. As soon as you start walking in the fullness of your spirit, as soon as you start to, as soon as you start to get free of that thing and you start to try to walk into God's will, he seeks to bring up your past. He seeks to hold you back. He seeks to attack strongholds to you. And once, because he cannot stop, stop your anointing, but he will attach himself to it. Because the thing is, there's no gray area. So either you're walking for the kingdom of God or you're walking for the kingdom of darkness. So he will use your anointing to do his will if you're not careful. He will use his your anointing. He cannot take that away from you. There are people that are just born leaders. There are people who are just born with authority and, and they just they just have it. You can they're just leaders, they just have it. He cannot take that away from you, but he will use it for his purpose. He will use it for his thing. And you have to be careful. You have to be careful of what what identity you're operating out of. And that's why it's so important to tear down the lies and tear down everything that the enemy seeks to attach itself to you. Because as soon as you're going out and it's right for the picking, he will tell you, um, God don't really love you. You're not who you are. And now you're shrinking back. Not knowing. Ooh. When, <clears throat> who was that? Who was that? Who was that God? Let me see. Let me bring up that scripture. He said... He said, he basically said, my heart goes out to everyone who is picked to be teachers. Let me see, because I want to get this exact scripture. It says, don't, James, this is what it was, James 3, 1. Let not many of you, James 3, 1, let not many of you become teachers, my brethren, knowing that as such, we will incur a stricter judgment. God, if you are a teacher, God gives you people to steward. 
and the people who he gives you are the people that's your harvest that's your harvest those are people that God has trusted you with and when you're operating out of a lie you not knowing that you are responsible for those people and when I say responsible not meaning that you are sovereign over those people but God has given you authority over those people and if you are not walking in the fullness and purity of that authority you still have that anointing though you still have that anointing, so they're still following you, whether you're doing good or bad. They're following you. They're following you. He can't. The, the anointing does not come off of you. The authority does not fall off of you. Whether you do good or bad. So the enemy knows can't beat them joining. She's gonna have this authority regardless. She's going to have this authority. He's going to have this authority regardless. But what I can do is use that authority to further my kingdom. Because now I can't trick them into thinking that they don't have the authority. I can no longer hold that veil over their eyes that they don't have that authority. Making them feel that they're misunderstood. They don't fit in. Nobody likes them. I can't I can't tell them that no more because they know that the reason why they don't fit in is because they're leaders. Because they know that the reason that... Oh, it seems like, you know, they're held to a strict judgment is because they're teachers and they're leaders. The reason why everybody wants to, it seems like everybody wants to come around them and be around them and everything like that. But, you know, nobody seems to understand them is because they're leaders. They're not meant to fit in. The reason why everybody wants to call them and talk to them about everything and, you know, everybody wants their opinion and, and what they, you know, they, you, you can't trick them into thinking that people just want to use them. You can't think you, you, they know that they're leaders and they know God has given you, I, God has took that veil off of their eyes. I can no longer trick them into thinking that they are not leaders. So now that they know this truth. I can lie. I can distort it. I can use that for my own agenda. He seeks to do that. He seeks to do that. Mm, glory be to God. Glory be to God. Your authority, your anointing, God gave to you. He gave to you. And whether you do good or bad, you still have that anointing. The enemy seeks to distort your anointing and to contaminate it. He seeks to contaminate your good works. He seeks to contaminate it. He seeks to, instead of you being a leader for the kingdom of God, he seeks to use you as a leader, as the king of the kingdom of darkness. And it, it depends on what truth you operate out of. Glory be to God. It depends on what truth you operate out of. Because if God is telling you one thing and the enemy is telling you another thing and you believe that lie, you're operating out of that lie. You are a leader for the kingdom of darkness. I want you to know that if the enemy, if God tells you the truth and tells you, no, you're, you know, and now you can operate out of the fear, the fullness and the purity of that. You are a leader for the kingdom of, of God. But if you think you are a leader for the kingdom of God, yet, yet 
in your character yet in how you deal with people yet and in your heart oh my mm, like the onion in your heart you are rotten you are actually working for the kingdom of darkness it does not matter what it looks like on the outside the whole time Jesus was there trying to get to people's heart posture if your heart posture is not correct and your heart posture is operating out of a lie you are rotten on the inside your good works are contaminated if your heart posture is operating out of the truth you are operating in purity you are doing the works of God you are farthering the work the work of the kingdom and it happens right at the time when it's time for the harvest I feel like there, there's this constant battle of whose side are you on who do you love whose side are you on who do you believe time after time again we see in, we see in the bible God versus all the other gods God's people versus everybody else. And and that's what it is. It's a war. There's warring happening in the in the Bible. There's warring happening in the Bible. It's a war every time you oh every time God pulls a veil off my eyes, I see the I can see the fullness of the war. It's a war in everything. There's a war in everything. In in the way that the thoughts. That's why it says. Um, think of the things that are good and pure and true. This is pleasing to the Lord. Anything that is out, that is not true, that anything that is outside of the words of the Lord, you ought to pull that thing down into obedience of God. Whose side are you on? The enemy seeks to pervert. He seeks to destroy. He seeks to pervert your works. That's why you know who you are. You know God said this is who you are. He seeks to put pride in you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. This is who you are. Yeah. um, Yeah. You don't need to be dealing with nobody. Forget all of them. You don't need to talk to them. You better than them. You better than them. Forget them. Hmm. You don't got to apologize for nothing. Apologize for who? Apologize for what? Who? They must don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. They just jealous of you. They jealous. They jealous. Yep. Everybody's jealous of you. So you just need to be alone. You need to be alone. You don't need to have no friends. You don't really need to connect with nobody either because, you know, you're anointed. You're anointed, you know? So now you're going around talking to people you know trying to spread the word of God yet you're prideful full of yourself and now people looking like hang on you gonna have people that's gonna follow you cause that's just your anointing period you gonna have people that's gonna follow you but then they gonna pick up those same habits because guess what they gonna think that that's, that's God they gonna think that that's God you saying that that's God. You opening your mouth and you're saying that you speak for God. Yet you don't know your pride is seeping out. Your pride is seeping out. And now you got these people thinking that God wants them to be prideful. That that's okay. Distorting people's view of God. Mm-mm. God said no. 
God said no. And it's a process for me. I don't have it all the way down, but God says no. When you get this word, write it down. God says no. He says no. No, 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 no. That's why he says stay in the word. I don't know why he kept he kept telling me get to work, get to work, get to the word. And I'm like, God, you know, I don't really feel like I need to get to the word. Like, you know, my flesh was fighting against that. And that was because of this. My flesh did not want me to notice. That I need to stay in the word so that every the enemy is going to try to come to contaminate. He's going to try to come and tell me, you know, you could be this way. You know who you are. You know who you are. Because I know I have God has already told me and given me my calling. I don't know what it looks like. I don't I don't know that yet. But he's already given me that. He knows, and, and the enemy knows I know it. So he seeks to contaminate it. I can't tell her that that's not what God told her to do, but I can contaminate the way she do it. The spirit of Jezebel, the spirit of Jezebel. What did she do with the king? The king had his authority. There was no, she, he, she couldn't take that away from him, but she attached herself to him. She was like a puppeteer behind him. That this is the person that has authority, but I'm hiding behind him. I'm actually telling him how to operate in his authority. I can't take his authority away from him. He's the figure. The enemy seeks to use you as a puppeteer. He's a figure. The enemy is a figure. I mean, the, the, the king was a figure. Jezebel was, was the puppeteer. Telling him what to do, how to do it. And he thought, you want to know what's crazy? He thought it was his own ideas. He thought it was his own ideas. Not knowing, hey, this is the, this that was the enemy. And the enemy, the enemy got to him at every, and that's why it's important for God to develop us and close every stronghold because, and close every foot, every, um, Holy Spirit, give it to me. Foothold. And close every foothold. Because the enemy came and played at every... And he, she, what, did she, what did she come with? She came with the same lie. About his authority. She came with the same lie. She came with the same prideful thing. They must don't know you the king. And this is what you can do in your authority. Hmm. Hmm. That's why it's important. Check yourself. Check yourself. Take assessment of yourself. Every thought that does not line up with the word of God, crucify it. When you know, when you know you're out of alignment, when you know you're being prideful, when you know your attitude is a little funky, when you know, check it, take it to God. God, this is what's going on. Crucify it. Because the enemy seeks to distort your works. And there's not nothing beyond repair. So even if you're at that point where you feel like, oh, the enemy has been distorting my works and the enemy has been like, you know, um, why is my hand up? The enemy has been telling me some things that you know or um telling me to do some things that 
um, or act a certain way that I know is not in alignment with God. Repent. Take whatever steps God tells you to do to get it right, whether it's apologizing to people, whether it's whatever. Do whatever you got to do to get back in alignment with the word and the truth of the truth of God because right now the enemy seeks to the kingdom of God is already happening the transfer of power is already happening it's already happening it's still happening but it, it, it already started the transfer of power it, it already started so know that the enemy seeks to contaminate you he seeks to attach himself to you because if I can't stop her if I can't take away this, if I can't take away his ministry, if I can't take away his his business, if I can't take away this, if I can't take that away, I have to join it. I have to join it. I have to pull something out of them. I gotta, I gotta find some type of way to distort it so that they're not walking in the fullness of who God says they are. I have to find some way to hold them, like some way to have a grip on them, some way to have some type of control over them. I have to find some way. So let me just pray for y'all before I um end this live, and I hope this really helps somebody because I don't I don't know if I push it out the way that I really want to push it out, or I really feel it this thing in my spirit but i just hope holy spirit let them receive it let them receive the holy spirit let them receive it let them receive it let this really take root in their spirit let this open their eyes god i ask you to remove every veil off their eyes um remove everything Mm. Scale. Thank you, God. Remove every scale from off their eyes so that they can see and really receive this. God, as you try to give them the weapons, as you as you continuously try to give us the weapons to learn how to fight this fight, and that you give us the knowledge to know the tricks, the schemes, and the ploys of the enemy. God, I ask that this sets on good ground, good soil. Holy Spirit, um, I just ask that every time they need this, let you bring this to the front of their mind, Holy Spirit. Every time they need it, bring it to the front of their mind. Every time they need it, bring it to the front of their mind. Bring it to Scripture. Send it through somebody. Get it to them, God, and let them be in the place of receiving to actually understand it. God, let us stay close. Let us hold on to your unchanging hand. Let us not let us continue to reach for truth and cut down every lie of the enemy. Let us be anchored in truth. Let us be anchored in God. Let us fight the good fight. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If y'all don't know, that's why I call this the good fighters to fight the good fight. We want to fight. The goal is to fight the good fight, to fight the right way and fight for the right purposes to further the right kingdom. Let's fight the good fight, y'all. Um, I love y'all. May God give you um, 
new understanding. May he give you prosperity, whether that be spiritual, whatever it is that y'all need. May he meet every need. And may y'all see that God's truth will come to pass. God will fulfill. God is not a liar. Let it be done in the physical realm, just as it is in the spiritual. And and let you, I hope y'all, you guys are encouraged and that you guys just remember that it's coming. The enemy can't stop it. It's coming. Um, and that every word will come to pass, like, period. And we're just thanking God in advance for it. Um, I love you guys. Have a good day.